Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Today, we are going to talk to you about money. Yes. Money, 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 money. Money. Yeah. Ten principles or ten commandments regarding money. The first principle that we'll introduce is the paradox of money. Money is very important. Money can open doors. Money can provide access to private schools, private health. Money gives you options. Money can help you have a better quality of life. Uh, money can buy a whole lot of things. Yes, my love. Money is important, yet money is not everything. You must not give your soul to get money. There are many things that are more important in life than money. For an example, wisdom, knowledge, good reputation, skill, better quality of life, and many others like that. What will it profit a man if he gains money yet loses his soul in the process of it? Exactly, my love. So it's, it's just like a bridge. When you are on a bridge, you can fall to the left or to the right. The main thing is to be in the middle of the road. If you go extreme left, you're going to worship money. You're going to serve money. Money is going to be your master. If you go to the right, you're going to say money does not matter. Money is not important. Money is nothing. Yet we know that the truth is somewhere between the two extremes. Yes. So this means that we must have a good attitude when it comes to money and have a balanced approach. When you get money, you must give your money to acquire wisdom, skill, and a good reputation. And the paradox of it is that the more you give your money to acquire these important things, the more you will gain more money. Give money to gain more money. Don't worship money. It makes a bird master. You must master it. Commandment number two. The second principle of money is that you need to have a plan to get money to come into your account. Money cannot just accidentally come into your account. You've heard people saying, show me the money. But we are saying to you that show me the plan to make the money. You know, I'm always surprised by my children when they go on school holidays or something and we send them airtime or data. Then when they come back, they say, oh, somebody sent me airtime and data. And I said, who do you think <laughs> it is? You know, who do you think just sent you airtime or data? It, it, it just doesn't happen. So some people are like that. They, they just think that, you know, money can just magically appear in their accounts. It doesn't work like that. You must have a plan to make money. There are very few people in life who just accidentally made money. Money comes to those who have a plan. Therefore, make a plan to have money. If you only had 24 hours to produce money, the money that you will come up with will not be as much as the money that you will produce in a month or even a year. You cannot achieve everything in one day and you cannot achieve everything in one year. Therefore, you must have a one-year plan and a 10-year 
plan. If you were to plant seeds, there's no way that your harvest will be ready in 24 hours. Some seeds you can harvest after a month or even a year, but some seeds takes longer. You would need at least five years to eat the fruit of the seed that you've planted five years ago. In our lives, we have been having plans for many things, um, except plan for making money. I mean, we will have plans to help more people. Mm -hmm. And indeed, we did achieve our plans. We, you know, we ended up helping more people. Yeah. Um, and, and many people say that um, if you help enough people, money will just come. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, it's not true. Yeah. It's not true that uh, money just comes. You, you need to have a plan mm. to make money. Mm. Money just doesn't come. Because if money came to people who helped other people just because they've helped other people, pastors will be filthy rich. They will be the billionaires and the trillionaires of this world because they definitely live to help other people. But um, pastors are not necessarily known for being very rich. So helping people is good. Helping people is important. Helping people must be done. But over and above helping people, you need to have a plan to make money. That's true. Just like the bridge thing, don't fall to the left or to the right. Have a balanced mind of living to help other people with a plan to make money. Be balanced. Some people believe that if you are the best at something, money will automatically come. Not necessarily. Even if you are the best, you still need to have a plan to make money. When I was studying MBA, this lecturer during a course on negotiation said the following, that in life there are two types of people. The first type are people who want to be loved. And the second type are people who love money. Whenever these two negotiate, the one who loves money will obviously make more money from the negotiations than the one who wants to be loved. So, so sometimes our love for people and our love for helping other people makes us not want to have plans for making money. Third commandment or principle is have a source of income. Active or passive, have something. Have something that God can bless. If you can have more than one source of income, that's great. But at a minimum, have a primary source of income, at least one. So it's important to charge for your services. Don't underestimate what you have and the value of what you have. You need to charge for your services you can't just be giving your time your knowledge your skills your resources anywhere to anybody there's a story that they say about uh, henry ford henry ford as you know is is the person who started the ford motor company the story has been told that one day in his big factory that was manufacturing ford motor cars he had a problem with electricity and because he was a handyman he tried everything in his power to resolve that problem but he failed. He then called in an experienced electrician. And that electrician came in and he just tweaked a little bit for a few minutes and he charged a lot of money for his services. 
And Henry Ford said, no, 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 you just switch this and press this button, that button. You can't charge me so much money for just doing these little, little things that you've done. And the electrician said, I'm not charging you for the little things that I've done. I'm charging you for the knowledge that I have and that you need for what you're going to be experiencing. It's important to charge. Do not be afraid to charge. Do not be afraid to walk away from certain services if they're not worth your while. You know, it's not worth it because at the end of the day, you won't be happy providing the service and the people won't be happy. They'll be grumpy, not understanding how much it costs for you. Walk away from certain services, but develop your skills so that you can be able to charge money for your skills. Never be afraid to charge for your skills. It's important to invest in yourself. Develop your skill so that you can become world-class in your field. When you are world-class, you can charge whatever amount you like. Most people are willing to pay good money for world-class skill. And the good thing to remember there is that you have time. You have time to improve. Do not lose heart if you are not at yet world-class because you still have time. You can still invest. You can still learn. You can improve until you reach world-class. And you must never give up until you you reach world-class because once you get there, then people will start noticing the type of skill you have and then they'll start coming for you. They'll start searching for you because people who are good at what they do, money will search for them. Money will call their name. It will find them uh, because they are great at what they do. If you ask us, how can I make money? It's a difficult question because we don't know what's your passion. We don't know what, what drives you. What are you willing to do and what are you not willing to do? It's always about what's in your hand, what's in your heart. What do you have? What are you good at? Use that and be great at it and find ways to make money using your passion. The next commandment or principle is manage your resources well. When it comes to money, there are two skills that you need to master. One, you must be good in bringing money in, money coming to you, which is the principle that we just spoke about of having an income. Two, once money has come in, you must be able to protect it. It must not just pass through you. You must be able to retain it. If you open a tap, and put your hand under so that water can come in, you'll find that it's very difficult to retain that water. Water just flows through. Another example could be uh, using a bucket that has a hole, thinking that you will fill up the bucket. But if your bucket has a hole, it will be difficult to retain the water. So make sure that you close every hole in your buckets or financial buckets so that money can be retained and not just pass through. That, that's very true. Uh, it, it means that you need to know where your time is going and where your money is going. So it means you need to have plans. You need to have spending plans. A plan for spending your money and which is called your budget and a plan for spending your time which could be seen in your calendar. How you spend your time determines the amount of money that you are able to make. So you need to be very, very careful 
with what you do with your time and with what you do with your money. You cannot just waste your time or waste your money. There are many tips that we can give you regarding a budget, which is how you spend your money. But here we are just telling you about the importance of having a budget. Protect your resources. If it means you must have insurance for your house, for your cars, do that. It's not a waste, it's an investment. Be a good steward of what God has entrusted you with. Manage your resources very well. You know, for many years I was not aware that the Bible actually talks about saving. Um, but it, it is a principle in the Bible that you should not spend all the money that you get. The Bible does say that we need to save what we have. I was aware that the Bible talks about investing, that um, you need to invest because you don't know which will succeed. So here, so there, because you don't know which one will succeed. Ecclesiastes 11. But the Bible in Proverbs also says that you must save. It says that a fool will spend all that he has and, and, and will not save anything. It talks about the ends, that the ends plan for the winter. So according to the Bible, it's a good idea to save and to invest. And that's, that's, that's taking good care of the resources that you have. That is managing your resources well when you save and invest and when you spend according to a budget or spend your time according to the calendar. Debt is dangerous. It's like a bomb in your finances. It just blows away your resources. Debt can destroy marriages. Debt is like the holes in your bucket where you're trying to keep money in, but it keeps sipping out. Debt is like little foxes that comes to eat up what you have saved up. Debt is dangerous. Manage your debt wisely. Yes, we need to be careful of things that cause debt. Things like greed. Greed means that you are trying to run before you can learn to walk. You're going for a car. Meanwhile, you can't even afford a bicycle. Be careful of greed. Greed can also mean that you're trying to be better than. You're trying to keep up with your neighbors and, and your friends. We must guard against that. Guard against that and be content with what you have. Be content with what you have. Be content where you are. Run your own race at your own pace. Nobody is putting a gun on your head for you to go and get things that you cannot afford. There's no need to pressurize yourself and get into debt, get high blood pressures, heart palpitations, and push yourself over the limit and all this sort of things. You can live your life without pressurizing yourself, run your own race at your own pace, and be content with what God has given you. And I think it also brings being thankful and grateful with what God has given you. The more you practice the attitude of gratitude, the more God can trust you with more. The more God can give you more. But you need to be thankful where you are. The Bible says that um, a fool and his money are quickly separated. Greedy people normally are the ones who fall for scams. You know, you'll hear people saying, I'm trying to help you. You know, I'm thinking about you. You know, I'm already rich. I'm trying to 
help you to be rich um you know that, that that's the anatomy of a scam mm-hmm. you know so greed if you are greedy you will fall for scams if you are not greedy you may not fall for them in this day and age we live in people want it all and they want it now you don't have to have it now you don't have to have it all you can have it bit by bit as you grow running your own race at your own pace you know life changes you just have to run your own pace you don't have to compete against anyone you don't have anything to prove to any other person you've got nothing to prove you've got nothing to lose just be comfortable with what you have run your own race at your own pace The next commandment, commandment number six, or the next principle is manage risk. The concept of risk is very important in life um, and, and even in relationships because you may find that the risk tolerance level of people are not the same. So many marriages may be destroyed because they do not manage risk properly. So you need to know what is your risk tolerance level and what is that of your partner some people are able to you know receive calls from creditors who say we want our money this and that and that and threats that you are coming and nothing bothers them and other people they just can't even imagine receiving even a call or a letter saying that you are late to make payment for this so you must be able to align with your partner you must understand each other's risk tolerance level and then make sure that you don't make life hell for your partner men and women are different when it comes to money um women when they look at money they look at security you know they they want to be comfortable in life and they believe that money will give them that comfort level will give them that security for them and for their children and their children after them security is a key thing when women look at money principle or commandment number 7 thou shall not be lazy and also thou shall not procrastinate yes that is true so there are two things to watch out for um when it comes to laziness Number 1 you need to be careful of the amount of time that you're sleeping um because the bible does say that um, as a door swings on a hinge so does a lazy person on his bed to avoid laziness be careful about the amount of time that you're sleeping uh number 2 you also need to be careful of the amount of time you are spending on entertainment like for example on TV uh Netflix and so forth uh or, or social media because if those things are not bring in any income it can be a bit of a problem also need to be careful about procrastination which just means that delay starting things you keep putting things off postponing and as that tomorrow as that next year be careful of procrastination and be careful of laziness be like an ant be persistent never give up in the long term hard work and diligence always pays. Commandment number 8. Build a team. You can't be great at everything. You need people around you who are strong where you are weak. You can't do it all alone. You need to partner up. 
Sometimes I'm amazed looking at people who are not born again um, and, and how they collaborate, how they work together. Mm. Even through cooperation, you know, they, they, they collaborate here and compete there. But in the bigger scheme of things, they, they are able to work together to achieve their goals. So it's very important that we need to also collaborate with people doesn't mean you must love everybody mm. but collaboration is very important because it helps you to get where you need to get to very quickly it's very important to collaborate with other people and how we've been doing it in our marriage seminars we've been partnering with experienced people and this helps so it's a win-win situation you need to look at yourself and identify um, strong people that you can collaborate with depending on your opportunities that you want to explore, your strengths and weaknesses, and where you are going to. There is an African proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Well, that's true. So you need to team up because you don't know it all. And be humble enough to learn from other people. And lastly, Seek counsel. Go with the wise and become wiser. Commandment number nine, be a pioneer. It's not about where you were born. Um, it's about where you can get to. So work very hard to improve the condition of your life so that your descendants, your children and their children after them, they can find a better life than the one that you have found. Very true, darling. The Bible says a wise man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And commandment number 10, trust in God. Amen. We all can do with some blessings, some favor, and um, having God on our side, God for us, God making things happen for us, even supernaturally. You must never forget the role that God plays in your life. As we know that sometimes it is not the strong who win the battle or the wisest who are able to get an income. God is alive and, and God is there. Amen to that. Wealth, honor and prosperity comes from the Lord. Acknowledge God in all your ways. Remember, you are blessed to be a blessing. Be a philanthropist. Help others. Many people are prosperous in life because of the prayers of their mothers and because of the prayers that they have been praying. God is still alive and God can make a difference in our lives. So you must never forget the role that God plays in all this. And then we must give to the poor and then we must pray and ask God for his intervention in our lives. And God is creative. He'll always give us the creative abilities and he'll always give us the favor and open doors for us. Amen.